0: Good evening, everyone. To uh, open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn?
1: Hymn number seven. Abide with me, fast breaks the morning light. Our day star rises, vanishing all night. Thou art our strength, O truth that makes us free. We would unfailingly, Abide in thee. Hymn number seven.
0: If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight please go to our website and on the home page you will see the link to the live broadcast click on that and then look for the place that says click here for the text of the wednesday readings and our theme for tonight is actually from hymn number seven which we just sang and it is O love divine, abiding constantly, I need not plead, thou dost abide with me. And the readings will now be given by Amanda from Missouri. The Bible. Jeremiah. The Lord hath appeared
2: of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Refrain thy voice from weeping and thine eyes from tears, for I have satiated the weary soul and I have replenished every sorrowful soul. I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. Isaiah, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Fear not, for I am with thee. Second Kings. The king of Syria warred against Israel, and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. Therefore, sent he thither horses and chariots, and a great host, and they came by night, and compassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots, And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Psalms O thou, most high, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word, in God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. Luke, and Jesus returned in the power of the spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind. to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. John. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very work's sake. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. First John. My little children, he that saith he abideth in him, ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eye. Let that therefore abide in you, which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, he also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. And now, little children, abide in him. Psalm. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will now read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and from Prose Works, all by Mary Baker Eddy. Divine love is our hope, strength, and shield. We have nothing to fear when love is at the helm of thought, but everything to enjoy on earth and in heaven. It is enough. That divine love is an ever-present help. And if you wait, never doubting, you will have all you need every moment. What a glorious inheritance is given to us through the understanding of omnipresent love. More we cannot ask. More we do not want. More we cannot have. This sweet assurance is the peace be still to all human fears, to suffering of every sort. How empty are our conceptions of deity? We admit theoretically that God is good, omnipotent, omnipresent, infinite. And then we try to give information to this infinite mind. We plead for unmerited pardon and for a liberal outpouring of benefactions. If we pray to God as a corporeal person, this will prevent us from relinquishing the human doubts and fears which attend such a belief, and so we cannot grasp the wonders wrought by infinite, incorporeal love, to whom all things are possible. Because of human ignorance of the divine principle, love, the Father of all is represented as a corporeal creator. Hence, men recognize themselves as merely physical and are ignorant of man as God's image or reflection and of man's eternal incorporeal existence. The world of error is ignorant of the world of truth, blind to the reality of man's existence. For the world of sensation is not cognizant of life in soul, not in body. Man's refuge is in spirituality, under the shadow of the Almighty. The right thinker abides under the shadow of the Almighty. His thoughts can only reflect peace, goodwill towards men, health, and holiness. O petty scorner of the infinite, wouldst thou mock God's miracles or scatter the shade of one who shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty? If, as scripture declares, God made all that was made, then whatever is entitled to a classification as truth or science must be comprised in a knowledge or understanding of God, for there can be nothing beyond illimitable divinity. The secret place, whereof David sang, is unquestionably man's spiritual state in God's own image and likeness even the inner sanctuary of divine science in which mortals do not enter without a struggle or sharp experience and in which they put off the human for the divine. It is the purpose of divine love to resurrect the understanding and the kingdom of God, the reign of harmony already within us. Through the word that is spoken unto you, are you made free abide in his word and it shall abide in you and the healing Christ will again be made manifest in the flesh understood and glorified honor thy father and mother God continue in his love bring forth fruit thine's following that your prayers be not hindered. Pray without ceasing. Watch diligently. Never desert the post of spiritual observation and self-examination. Drive for self-abnegation, justice, meekness, mercy, purity, love. Let your light reflect light. Have no ambition, affection, nor aim apart from holiness. Forget not for a moment that God is all in all, therefore, that in reality, there is but one cause and effect. The senses of spirit abide in love, and they demonstrate truth and life. Hence, Christianity and the science which expounds it are based on spiritual understanding, and they supersede the so-called laws of matter. Jesus demonstrated this great verity. Truth does the work. And you must both understand and abide by the divine principle of your demonstration. In speechless prayer, ask God to enable you to reflect God. To become his own image and likeness. Even the calm, clear, radiant reflection of Christ's glory healing the sick, bringing the sinner to repentance, and raising the spiritually dead in trespasses and sins to life in God. Jesus said, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. He who dwelleth in eternal light is bigger than the shadow, and will guard and guide his own. Firm in your allegiance to the reign of universal harmony, go to its rescue. In God's hour, the powers of earth and hell are proven powerless. The reeling ranks of Materia Medica with poisons, nostrums and knives are impotent when at war with the omnipotent. Like Elisha, look up and behold. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Error is only fermenting, and it's heat hissing at the still small voice of truth, but it can neither silence nor disarm God's voice. Spiritual wickedness is standing in high places, but blind to its own fate, it will tumble into the bottomless. Christians and all true scientists marching under whatsoever ensign, come into the ranks. Our watchwords are truth and love, and if we abide in these, they will abound in us, and what we shall be one in heart, one in motive, purpose, pursuit. Abiding in love, not one of you can be separated from me, and the sweet sense of journeying on together doing unto others as ye would they should do unto you, conquers all opposition, surmounts all obstacles, and secures success. May the grace and love of God be and abide with you all.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn?
2: Hymn number 99 He that hath
5: God his guardian made Shall underneath the Almighty's shade Fearless and undisturbed abide
2: Thus to myself of him I'll say He is my fortress, shield and stay My God, in him I will confide M number 99 <laughs>
0: to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, We have a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from our various websites, and many of those are in other foreign languages. And as a result, God's healing and inspired Word is reaching people across the globe. Indeed, people from all over the world have found one or more of our websites, has found God's pure healing word, and found our church. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I would like for, to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. We have so much material on our website. It's all healing, inspired, and it comes free of charge. And it also comes with the love of our church. I'd like to point out one article that's now being featured on the homepage of our English website. It's entitled, The Art of Being Glad, by Bicknell Young. It's a beautiful article. And as Mr. Young always does with his teachings, it's very instructive and helpful. I highly recommend it. Uh, Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here with our roundtable discussion at 10 o'clock in the morning. And we follow it with our church service at 11 o'clock. We also offer a Sunday school for children. This meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Our Sunday school has a teleconference feature, one that's dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school. And as a result, many of the students attend by telephone. What this means is your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school. And we would love to welcome your child there. One more announcement before we go on. Our full-text lesson sermon booklet for the month of August has been printed and it has been mailed to those of you who have subscribed. I'll now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everybody that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. And also remember that when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up, so please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing Testimonies of Healing through Christian Science. Elizabeth from New
3: Hampshire.
0: Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead.
6: Good evening,
7: and thank you for those very dear and ever-so-comforting readings tonight. Last week, I woke up in the morning very congested and with itchy and teary eyes. I've come to understand very clearly that any picture such as this is merely a suggestion to my thought and one that must be negated. I do know, after all, that God is my health, and it is spiritual and not material. The word that immediately popped into my head was allergy, and when I looked it up in the dictionary, the word that came up as a synonym was reaction. On page 427 of Science and Health to the scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, Mrs. Eddy says, and I quote, There is no death, no inaction diseased action, over-action, nor reaction. As I was pondering this statement, I realized that all of the congestion had gone, just like that, and within the next hour, the eyes were clear and normal, and there was no return of these supposed symptoms. Further, on page 428, Mrs. Eddy says, Quote, To divest thought of false trust and material evidence in order that the spiritual facts of being may appear, this is the great attainment by means of which we shall sweep away the false and give place to the true. Thus, we may establish in truth the temple or body whose builder and maker is God. How wonderful it is, beyond words, to have this science that Mrs. Eddy has given us. God's almighty power is ever-present, and in spite of any material evidence to the contrary, we can prove that the almighty God reigns. Thank you very much, and good night.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Dale from Virginia, go ahead.
1: Thank you for those very wonderful and comforting readings tonight. Um. <clears throat> I had an experience of quick healing a week ago, thanks to learning in this independent church to be instant in truth, rejecting whatever is not of God good. Last Wednesday, when very busy getting ready and packing for a short trip, suddenly my knee was extremely painful, felt swollen, and would not bend. After getting past the surprise of this and totally rejecting this appearance, I recall that I had witnessed someone with a similar problem at an event the day before. Realizing that I had not handled that suggestion as a lie and not the fact for anyone, I prayed to know the truth about the situation. I had recently read a healing in the book, The Healer, The Healing Work of Mary Baker Eddy by David L. Keeston. And on page 47, it says, quote, Mrs. Eddy passed a drunken man in Lynn and turned to the one with her and said, if that is the man I see, that is the man I am, and I refuse it because it is not the man I wish to be. The man was healed, end quote. This brought out to me that it is my, our responsibility to correct whatever appears in our experience and declare God's allness. After thinking about this for just a short while, all discord was gone, and I actually forgot about it happening. The problem did not recur. In fact, going up and down a ladder and kneeling on a cement floor to do some painting today was proof that all was well. There's no end to my gratitude for this church and all its activities, for teaching our oneness with God and his Christ, and acknowledging Mary Baker Eddy's place in prophecy. Thank you very much for this meeting tonight
0: thank you Jeremy
4: I'm very grateful for all I've learned in this church during my time here before I came to Plainfield I rarely felt like I knew how to successfully live my life I remember feeling unsure about every decision every day I rarely felt like I was able to have any peace Then I came to Plainfield and started learning from my practitioner how to go to God for everything. When I first wake up, go to God. When I start working, go to God. When I'm driving, go to God. This practice, which I could see my practitioner doing at all times as well, made it so I began to stop worrying and just wait on God constantly. And the results of this brought confidence that God was indeed right here with me, helping at all times for me to do whatever he gave me to do. It's a great blessing to be learning to live Christian science here and to have access to all this church offers. I'm so grateful to God for bringing me here and grateful to my practitioner for showing me this very simple way to know the peace and certainty which comes from going to God always. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia.
8: Good evening. Tonight I offer my deepest thanks to my Plainfield practitioner, whose holy prayers and teaching have brought healing and blessing to our lives. A few years ago, my front teeth had started to become crowded and crooked, and I had started to become somewhat self-conscious about smiling, unsure about what to do with these teeth. Well, I don't know when it actually happened, but one day I was looking at some old photos. I could see my teeth were much more straightened in recent photos. I quickly ran to the mirror to have a look, and yes, these front teeth were definitely straightened. So this was a wonderful thing because it wasn't really on my radar, and I certainly hadn't mentioned it to my wonderful practitioner. So I just thought this was a lovely, kind, unasked for, and sweet blessing from God as a result of learning here and working to know God better with the support of my practitioner. A few months ago, in brushing my teeth one evening, I clearly saw three small cavities. Whilst always practicing good oral hygiene at home, I had actually not been to a dentist for a number of years, and I started to get a little bit worried about this. I did mention this to my practitioner, that I felt I needed some help to handle this and I wasn't sure how to pray for this. She gave me a beautiful reference from the book by Doris White Evans, page 15, on Discord and Decay, which was very helpful. And here's an excerpt from the wonderful inspired help she emailed to me on this matter. Quote, of course your teeth are rooted and grounded in love, and dear Imogen, we will go forth with joyful hearts trusting our dear father, mother, God, receive from him each morning a fresh anointing of oil. And she referenced from Science and Health page 592, quote, consecration, charity, gentleness, prayer, heavenly inspiration, end quote. So I worked with these things mentally for a couple of months Sometimes I would go and have a look in the mirror and poke around a bit to see if the decay was still there. Sometimes it looked like it was gone, and then other times it looked like I could quite definitely see these holes in the enamel. So I made a booking for a dental exam. On seeing my teeth last week, the dentist's first response was, my word, your teeth are excellent. And throughout the procedure, and almost to himself, you have really great teeth. At one point, almost exasperated, he let out, Your teeth are better than mine. (laughs) So I was blessed in this, and he confirmed that there were no holes in my teeth. So tonight I testify here that the healing power that Christ Jesus exercised and practised is operating fully and completely in the pure Christian science that is taught and practised here, that it is God's holy healing power. It is our Lord God Almighty who made all, he heals all, and we are only required to love him with all the heart, with all the mind, with all the soul, and with all the strength. And then he comes and he does his work perfectly. So thank you to my wonderful Plainfield practitioner for your holy prayers and teaching. Thank you to our glorious church, a never-ending, wonderful, joyful learning journey to understand who God is and who we are. Thank you to our Lord God Almighty, Christ Jesus, and Mary Baker Eddy, and so much love to you all, dearest Plainfield Independent.
0: Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead.
5: I wanted to thank you for the very beautiful readings tonight and the hymns and the entire service, all the wonderful testimonies. I wanted to express my gratitude for a recent demonstration of God's constant supply for all our needs. Uh, Two weeks ago, we woke up to find that we had very little water pressure, and within an hour, we had no water at all. We live in the country and depend on a well for our water supply. So my husband checked to make sure that there was power going to the well, and it was working, so it appeared that there was a problem with the pump. He started uh, looking up companies that do well repair in our area and found a few numbers to call. Although they advertised that they offer twenty-four-seven service, we were not getting a call back from anyone. We realized that not only was it a Sunday, but also the 4th of July weekend, so perhaps we might have to wait a little longer until we reach someone. The next morning, with still no return calls, my husband went searching for other numbers to call, and I called my practitioner to ask for her support. She spoke to me with great conviction, assuring me that we can never be without anything that we need and that our loving Father is the source of all good and is ever available. After speaking with my practitioner, I went to check with my husband to see if he was making any progress. With a big smile of relief on his face, he said he had just spoken to someone who lives really only 10 minutes from our house, who immediately answered and said he would be here within half an hour. Not even 20 minutes later, three vehicles pulled into our driveway, and the whole family, a father, mother, and two sons, arrived. They quickly assessed the situation, confirming the need of a new pump, and they all, and I mean the mother included, happily worked together as a team and set about taking out and replacing the well pump. I was so grateful that they had the exact pump model that was needed and all the replacement parts in stock, and in a very short time, our water was restored. I'm so grateful to God for his ever-available help and supply. I'm so grateful for my practitioner's prayerful support and her assurance of God's ever-available source of all good, and for God's hand in directing my husband to the right person to call and their quick response to our need. I'm so grateful to God for how quickly uh, what seemed like a dire situation with no help in sight due to a holiday weekend turned completely around and result in a very quick restoration of our water supply and the additional blessing of being directed to the right person for the job and to be able to see this family working together with laughter. They were happy and helping each other. Only our loving Father, Mother, God could have arranged such a perfect solution. I'm so grateful for all that I'm learning in this church, so grateful for Christian science, and for the divine love that I felt being expressed that day, which truly does meet every human need. And I'm so grateful to be here tonight. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Debbie from Illinois, go ahead.
9: Thank you. I experienced the power of be not afraid. My shower head had begun to drip, and I looked at it briefly one morning and decided that I would need to use a step ladder in order to install a new shower head. That was concerning to me, so I didn't act on it. A few days later, I was in the bathroom and the shower head was dripping. And before I opened the shower door, I said to myself with conviction, There is no reason to be afraid. I felt at peace and a sense of strength came over me. I opened the shower door and reached up, and I was able to reach the shower head standing flat-footed. What joy! I then moved on to doing some work on my computer, and one of the tasks was I needed to change a hair appointment, and normally all of the appointments are booked up on a Tuesday. I logged onto the website, and I found an appointment available on Tuesday. All God's doing. Each subsequent task I did on my computer was completed quickly, even though mortal mind was trying to affect each task. I kept saying to myself, there is no reason to be afraid. I continue to work with this constantly in every situation and God's law continues to govern all. Tonight, God told me to look on Facebook for a dresser. I have been wanting to buy for a friend. I did. And the exact dresser fully assembled was available at an extremely good price. Again, What joy! I'm very grateful for this demonstration of God's love and the proof of all of the promises contained in the Bible. I wish everyone a very lovely evening.
0: Thank you. Jessica, Alabama. Jessica from Alabama. Go ahead.
10: We all need healing schools from time to time. And, um... I, I look at science and health, and I think, well, you know, it's funny how this book was written over a hundred years ago, and yet it seems to have pretty much every answer to every question that one would might want like to ask. Well, in regards to every basic human need, it says very clearly that the divine love always has met and always will meet uh, every human need. And, and of course the manual there,
3: Mrs. Eddie
10: seems to be very wise and concerned with, the uh, uh, instruction and the treatment of patients. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I love science and health and Mary Baker Eddie's logic. And, uh, I love y'all's testimonies and the music. I love y'all's keyboard, y'all's organ, and all the different testimonies.
0: Thank you. Linda.
6: Thank you very much for the powerful readings tonight. I'd like to express my gratitude for the Wednesday evening testimony meetings. Last week, a testifier mentioned she had many healings, one of which she listed was leg issues at night. This reminded me that several years ago I suffered from a painful, irritating condition in my legs that would start in the evenings and continue into the night. It would make me feel very restless and made sleeping difficult. Over the months of consistent practitioner, playing field practitioner support, I began slowly changing my understanding of God, while learning how to live practical Christian science. I had come with a lot of baggage, so some things were left unsaid. But during this time of learning discipline, and uh, handling fear, and working on the many other things that I came with that needed correction and pure Christian science teaching, this net disorder naturally faded away and has never returned. I'm very grateful to be able to share this testimony and for the work of my practitioner and her patients, and I'm very grateful for our loving God, for Christ Jesus' teaching and Mrs. Eddy's writings and this church. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Chardell.
11: Good evening. I offer my gratitude tonight for Christian Science and the Independent Christian Science Church of Plainview. Last Sunday, we had several guests come to visit and it was a very holy time. I feel that all were uplifted in spirit, visitors and hosts alike. I am very grateful that we do have this beautiful church where all can come and be blessed by an atmosphere of love. Just to see the library is so amazing, a place that God has prepared to house precious literature, documents, pictures, etc. The auditorium is bright with large windows that welcome in the light and cheer. When Peter sang with faith, I could feel all the joy of God's love surrounding each individual. I thank God that this church is here and available to all, and for our website that holds and makes available everything that is here and done here, plus a million other related items that are centered on Christian science. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Tony or Lenny from North Carolina go ahead
12: hey thank you it's Tony and thank you for those readings tonight um, having spent the better part of, of this year reading the the trilogy of uh, Doris Grekel about Mary Baker Eddie I've mentioned this a few times before but Getting a true understanding of her and the history of Christian science, I didn't understand this, but it actually has helped my understanding of science, understanding more about her and her rightful place and the importance of keeping her in line with Christian science. You can't remove her from Christian science. You can't remove her from science and health. No one would... No one would remove Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. Um, they're they're one, if you will. So with this increased understanding, I have I've reopened science and health with uh, new eyes, and something jumped out at me. It was this need the the need to uh, break the mortal beliefs that come to us when we're. Suffering with a, a temptation of sickness or sin, and the other day I came off of uh, the water, having spent a couple hours on the water, and I had this strange kind of swimming feeling in my in in my head, and it uh, I realized instantly that this was um, a false, completely untrue. Uh, mortal belief, some you might call it some type of an equilibrium of some sort. And thinking back on on my time you know reading about her and this this demand to break the belief, to destroy the beliefs, I kind of I approached it in such a new and novel way for myself through understanding. That um, within a few moments of, of I was arguing, is kind of an argument that I was in, involved with? The all the symptoms left me, and I can't. The the feeling of just joy of being able to apply science um, was was quite thrilling, um, especially having. Nearly completed the books now about Mary Baker Eddy. Um, just the gratitude that, she, that what she endured, literally endured, to give us this book. Um, her understanding, her level, her her spirit, spiritualization. She didn't need to argue. She just knew. Um, and the science and health is for us. Um, And the gratitude is is endless. So thank you very much for this uh, beautiful service tonight. And again, Amanda, thank you for the readings. And uh, you all have a good evening.
0: Thank you. Florence from Georgia. Go ahead.
13: Thank you. Thank you, Amanda, for those beautifully read, comforting citations. I have a testimony from Kenya, and she says, Jesus Christ said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly, as John 10, 10. And then Mrs. Fetty said, divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. That's Science and Health, page 4. 94 he said we the directors of our Christian Science charity school here in Nairobi have prayed with the above statements and also with articles from deep-thinking Christian scientists from the time of the inception of our school to the present time we are so grateful to God and generous overseas donors for abundantly answering our prayers. We give some full and many half scholarships. And also, we have fee-paying parents who pay the fairly low school fees. Now that our school is becoming better known in our area, there are more families who are able to pay the fees. We now even have waiting lists for some of the lower classes. We, the directors, are also very grateful that though God's abundance, sorry, through God's abundance, we are able to build a dining hall, kitchen, and a new classroom block for the new junior secondary school. We are grateful also for donors in Kenya, a trust who is helping with our building expenses and a local firm who is making all the steady, long-lasting tables, benches for the dining hall, and bench desks for the students. There is also an abundance of joy in our school. This is because all the students attend Monday school, which is like our Christian Science Sunday school. We have this on Mondays, so all the students can attend. I am so grateful to God, to the teachings of Jesus Christ, Mary Baker Abbey, the Plainfield Church, the pioneer workers in Christian science, which enable our sunrise management and sunrise team of lovely teachers to run the school lovingly, efficiently, and successfully. To the Plainfield Church, thank you very much for your outreach and wonderful work. Thank you for insisting that we handle, resist, and nullify malicious mental practice. I love your lively Sunday and Wednesday services, your instructive roundtable discussions, and also the enlightening Bible studies. It is so good that Plainfield encourages us to appreciate Mrs. Setti as the woman of revelation and to read biographies about her. I am reading again with great appreciation The Forever Leader by Doris Greco. God bless you all at the Plainfield Church. So grateful to be here and grateful to hear all the testimony and enjoy this beautiful service. Thank
0: God. Mary.
14: Good evening, everyone. I have a short note from California, what a beautiful shining star we have in Plainfield with much appreciation. And then Vermont, dear friends, please accept this check as our monthly tithe in support of the activities and outreach of the Plainfield Church. We are so grateful to be able to attend church from wherever we may be and to be able to visit our 24-7 online reading room with love and then this from Wisconsin, the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church, just a note to let you know what a blessing you have been to me. Mainly, um, and, and Mary Baker Eddy and your church and website have set me in a new trajectory. But isn't that just like God, to know our hearts and to give us that pure and perfect gift from above? I never really committed to tithing before, but I couldn't write out my check fast enough when I got paid, and my heart is joyful about it. Thank you all, and for those who are far and near, you are a great blessing. And this is from Iowa. I was talking to my practitioner who said to do something good for others. This was in accord with the lesson life in the church lesson sermon. So I thought on this and how I would really like to live, practice, and demonstrate this science. I almost didn't act, but then I thought how I could do the dishes for Wendy. So I did them and cleaned the counter, and everything looked much better. And I went back to my room and felt such strength, peace, power, and joy from God. Then I saw that this is what... The first citation is, in the lesson, saying, quote, that there's more life in immortality in one good motive and act, End quote. I've come to see that our eternal life and immortality depend on our doing good deeds, hence being doers of the word. I'm grateful for a practitioner help in this church in all that I'm learning. I won't forget this. And now I shall be practicing this more every day. Thank you, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, holy practitioners and this church for all that it is doing and and will continue to do with love. And then another new name from Colorado. I want to tell you of my discovery of your Plainfields treasure trove of spiritual teaching. I saw on YouTube a recording of a lecture, and that led me to the to find your YouTube channel. When I first heard the roundtable where you proclaim Mary Baker Eddy's place in the apocalypse, I was overjoyed. I became aware of the Mother's Church denial of this fact in the 1980s, and read Paul Smiley's biography. I was then enlightened to why I was so turned off in trying to read Peel's first biography book of Mrs. Eddy. I just couldn't get through it. Anyway, I'm so grateful for the Plainfields stand on this, and so grateful for the resources, and especially for the roundtables and Bible studies, with love. And then this is a healing from Florida. Several weeks ago, I began to suffer from fairly severe back pain, as I had evidently strained my back, lifting two heavy bags of garden soil. I was quite accustomed to lifting bags of mulch, but the garden soil was much heavier. They don't have all those air pockets. I contacted a practitioner at the Plainfield Church, and there was so much improvement after one day and one treatment that there was no need for a second day's treatment. There was a little stiffness remaining, but that soon left. I've had several instances of back pain over the years, usually caused, caused by lifting something the wrong way, and I know full well that the quick recovery was due to the prayerful work. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so grateful for the dedication of our practitioners and that they have this mission of healing, which helps to bring new life to the Bible, making it applicable applicable to today's many challenges. And then the last is a testimony from Missouri. I'm ever grateful to each and every testifier who shares their healings and how they have made their demonstrations. They are so instructive to others and help bring healing through this clear scientific thinking that the testifiers have proven to be effective. This past Sunday afternoon, when I was out by the pool, I tripped over the cord for the pool vacuum and fell down hard on the concrete, attempting to break the fall with the palm of one hand. My knee hit very hard, point blank, and both my knees and the palm of my hand had substantial scrapes. Right away I remembered a healing shared by a Plainfield Church member not too long ago. As I recall, she fell on a sidewalk, and a fellow member immediately and assertively said, "'God, good.'" So in this instance, I immediately did the same, declaring aloud over and over, God good is all that there is, is God good. God good is all that there is. I didn't allow a moment to go by in which I was not declaring this truth while I went inside to cover the wounds. I kept asserting aloud just those seven simple but powerful words, and this kept my mind off the pain that was trying to get my attention. As I cleaned and covered the wounds, I thank God for those who invented large waterproof bandages, and I thank God that I had several on hand. I covered each wound as securely as possible, as I was determined to not allow this apparent accident to prevent me from enjoying my time outside. Just as a little girl Mrs. Eddy tells us about on page 237 in our textbook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures, who confidently declared to her mother after wounding her finger badly, quote, There is no sensation in matter, and my finger is not a bit sore. End quote. I like to do the breaststroke, frog kick, and with my kickboard for 50 laps, which requires repeated bending and twisting of the knees, yet I was not hampered and completed my normal exercise routine undeterred. With each lap, I kept my thought focused on that little girl's demonstration and the fact that I can never fall out of our ever-present father-mother God's tender, loving care. I also recalled an article entitled The Power of Unity by Herbert Eustace that was featured on the Plainfield website and that I had just read a few hours earlier after the Sunday service. In it, Eustace quotes Mrs. Eddy's explanation, quote, To affirm anything is to assert its possibility, to assert it even in the face of all contrary evidence. I affirmed and asserted my uninjured wholeness in the face of the contrary evidence. It was a very peaceful and joyous swim. There was very little swelling, pain, limping, or loss of use of either my leg or my hand. I'm so grateful for the Plainfield Church and its weekly training sessions during the Sunday roundtables, the many shared articles on the website, and the extremely helpful testimonies shared each week, during which the testifiers make it clear that the practical application of the truths that our beloved leader Mary Baker Eddy wrote down for us to learn and use are being consistently and effectively utilized by the members of this independent Christian Science Church. Thank you all, a kindred heart from Missouri. Thank you so very much for those such beautiful readings tonight about abiding with the Father. <clears throat> that word abide in the 1828 dictionary is to exist or continue, to dwell, rest, stand firm, to be stationary, and to endure I do love to think about abiding in God. Uh, All the lovely references we have, many of them read tonight. It was so beautiful where in Miscellany, Mrs. Eddy says, In speechless prayer, ask God to enable you to reflect God, to become his own image and likeness. Even the calm, clear, radiant reflection of Christ's glory healing the sick, bringing the sinner to repentance, and raising the spiritually dead in trespasses and sins to life in God. That is so very, very beautiful. What a beautiful prayer that is to ask God to enable us to do these things, to become his image and likeness, and then truly to abide in him. So very grateful for the wonderful lessons we learn in this church to hear the beautiful testimonies. I'm rejoicing so many of you are reading biographies of Mrs. Eddy. It keeps her true image and likeness of God alive in our hearts, and that blesses the world. So grateful to be with you all tonight.
0: Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn?
6: Hymn number 406. Oh love our mother ever near, To thee we turn from doubt and fear. In perfect peace our thoughts abide. Our hearts now in this truth confide. Man is the child of God. Number 406.